Wellington business editor Janae Tibshraney. Hi, Janae. Good evening, Heather. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Do you reckon he'll manage it in three years? Well, this is a big question, probably above my pay grade in terms of answering it. Uh, by just a bit of context, currently we have a deficit of $9.4 billion and Treasury projects we'll get to a surplus of $2.6 billion by 2025. Whether we achieve this really depends on how the economy performs. If it performs well, the government's tax takers up uh, and, and also it depends on how much the government spends. So the big issue, I believe, with the spending is that the government faces the same inflationary pressures that we all face. So the cost of just doing what it currently does without sort of any bells and whistles or doing anything better is going to increase uh, as inflation because we have so much inflation. Mm. So, so largely, I think, whether we reach surplus by 2025 will depend on how inflation comes down, whether it's just, it. it, it you know, remains at such an elevated level. The, the, the One of the expectations that I think is probably going to start to build between now and the next election is that there might be tax cuts coming our way. And certainly that, that would be smart if we were still living in a cost of living kind of situation. Do you see that being factored in there potentially and still being able to make surplus in three years? Based on the information we had at the budget, which didn't include tax cuts, I think it was still looking pretty tight if we get to surplus by 2025. So the surplus Treasury sees is $2.6 billion, which is, you know, not huge surplus. I think if we put tax cuts in there, that's going to make it uh, quite a bit more difficult. An interesting figure Treasury threw in there was it said that if uh, different departments just keep spending what they, or just keep doing what they currently do, they will need to spend another $3.5 billion uh, next year just to maintain the status quo because of inflation. So I think putting tax cuts in there will, will cost quite a bit more. I think something the government will need to be mindful of as well with tax cuts is that yes, it will ease the pain of inflation, but if support is not targeted, that could actually make inflation worse. Uh, and that could work against what the Reserve Bank is trying to do, which is trying to lift interest rates to, to dampen inflation. So it'll be interesting to see how well what the government does, how well that works with what the Reserve Bank does, which is to try to tighten, tighten economic conditions, slow things right down. How significant do you think it is that supply chain issues continue over to next year? Well, that is another huge question, and the issues don't seem to be abating too much because we have this war in, in Ukraine which is now adding supply chain issues to those existing issues we had with COVID. And also I actually caught up with uh, ANZ's chief economist from Australia last week and he was really worried about what's happening in China in terms of growth slowing and uh, their, their policies around COVID to really try to stamp it out. Uh, I think economists are really watching to see what's going on there because, you know, whatever China does affects us all and um, this COVID issue is a problem in China and, and the slowing growth. So I don't see supply chain issues abating. But something that the uh, ANZ chief economist also said was that he was really looking at the amount of additional money in the global financial system, which is putting pressure on inflation. He reckons this is actually a, a bigger factor than perhaps we're uh, talking about. This is all the money printing that central banks have done and all the fiscal stimulus governments have provided. He was, uh, that, that was something that really concerned him.